Hello, and welcome to another episode of Startup Chats, the podcast where we have honest conversations with founders of businesses. So this week, I got to chat with Gabriel, the founder and CEO of a company called Tutti, which is a marketplace for booking creative spaces. But it's also a B2B SaaS, which is software as a service, enabled marketplace for the creative industries. Think OpenTable for creative spaces. So we had a great conversation. From this episode, you'll take away where business ideas come from and the importance of prioritization, how problem solving for your market can unearth great opportunities, and Gabriel also gives some top advice for entrepreneurs starting their entrepreneurial journey. Hi, Gabriel. How are you doing? Hi. Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. So uh, can you just give me a quick two-minute summary in a nutshell of who you are and uh, what your company is and what it does? Sure. I'm the founder and CEO of Tutti, which is essentially open table for the creative industries. So we provide, well, we're currently building um, software for creative venues. Anyone who accepts video shoots, photo shoots, rehearsals, recordings, performances, um, expeditions, anything creative. Uh, and we already have a marketplace where creators can find and book those venues. Um, we've been going for the last four years, self-funded until this year, and we have more than a thousand places in London, and we've been used by everyone from students needing a little room for with a nice piano for £10 an hour up to the BBC and ITV, who BBC booked a hotel through us uh, for a documentary show, shoot. So. Wow. Okay, cool. So, so does that mean it's currently a marketplace where people can book creative, a room for creative things, yep. but you're also working on a software for those venues as well? Yes. So we built the marketplace self-funded um, from Halloween of 2018, because I have no life, until uh, April this year is when we got some family friend mon money in. Um, and in the last, well, between October and April of 2021 to 2022, we spoke a lot to our customers and discovered that more than 80% of our venues don't use any software to run their business. They have spreadsheets, Google Calendar, Gmail, that's about it. And it's incredibly time consuming and manual work. The whole ethos of Tutti is, you may see the <laughs> tagline behind yeah. you, <laughs> is uh, to unleash creativity, to give people who love to create more time to create. So we're inventing and building technology in kind of creative, empathetic ways. So understanding the creative world, we build technology for them that reduces the amount of time they spend on admin and increases the amount of time they have to create. Okay. I like that vision. That's very cool. Um, so can we go back? Where, where did this idea come from? I want to know where, what, where did yeah. this sort of, yeah. So my family are all musicians. Um, they have been for generations and I studied, oh, I, I just picked up the cello when I was five. Um, I still play a tiny bit, not as much as I'd like, but I decided when I was 12 that I didn't want to go down professional cellist route because my dad is a professional cellist and I kept being compared to him. And I was like, I'm 12. He's, <laughs> professional that's not fair um so when i was in my teens i fell in love with film um mostly i think 
the two the, the main film that i just couldn't stop watching was lord of the rings and specifically the behind the scenes for all of the extended lord of the rings mm-hmm. i just watched all of that endlessly and i loved like making films or the idea of making films so i went off and i studied film at university and i have so much respect for the people in the film industry uh but it's not for me because with films you set uh you get like you determine a project and you make that happen to perfection mm-hmm. and you're finished with it mm-hmm. um whereas startup life is very much more my thing which is you build something whether it's shit or not you put it out there and you improve it over time mm-hmm. uh and those two conflicting ways of doing things means that I'm very good at startup life, not so good at films. So, uh, yeah, so filmmaking, I loved it. I have the degree. I understand a lot about film, but it wasn't for me professionally. Hmm. So after my film degree, I went and I said, oh, I, I've always loved technology. I should love, I should learn programming. So I learned a bit of programming. Um, I did really base level programming stuff and learned how programming works but then also realized i'm not very good at programming (laughs) so um i came home and didn't really know what to do i started coming up with ideas that would end up being tutti but at the time it was um i wanted to combine music and technology and i didn't know how or music film and technology and i came up with imdb for music which is uh our company name our official company name is dbma which is database of music and artists IMDb for music. Uh, We found out shortly after registering the company name, because I didn't do enough market research, there's five of those. They're all okay. No one really knows them. Um, So I started dabbling with other ideas of combining music and technology. At the time, I was also working in photography, theater, um, a bit of film, dabbling in film still. And my girlfriend, now fiance, uh, was starting her career as a professional musician. So I had kind of this like insight into all of those different disciplines, but I also have the technical um, understanding and it just triggered loads and loads of ideas. Mm. And in 2018, I went through an incubator, which focused me on one of those ideas because it was like, you have a hundred ideas. They're all great in theory. You can't do them all at once. Do one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the one idea that kept on, uh, triggering an amazing response was Airbnb for music rehearsal spaces. We started that in Halloween 2018. Um, and within six months, we realized it wasn't a big enough idea to be venture scale or, well, like a massive company like we wanted to make. So we expanded to uh, Airbnb for creative spaces, which is what we've been until uh, this year. And now we are slowly shifting to open table for creative spaces, which is we have the marketplace like the Airbnb side of things, but we also want to build software for our venues. So that's what we're doing now. Okay, cool. Good story. So you were very much like in the world. That's where it, it germinated from. I experienced the problem firsthand when I was in photography and theater. Um, also when I was studying film and I watched all my friends in music constantly struggling with the problem so yeah yeah 
Yeah, I feel the same. I, I I used to back in the day. I used to be an actor, so I still have lots of friends from uh, drama school who go through this sort of problem as well. Trying yeah. to find the spaces for theatre companies to rehearse, develop scripts, you know, yep. do all that all that stuff. And now we have spaces on City for like ten to twenty pounds an hour for exactly that. Well, there you go. I also saw, which I thought was quite cool, when I was looking through the website, different um, locations that were probably for film shoots, but there were interesting, like a, a sort of old dining room um, that might be used for a film shoot. Is that the sort of thing? So like a short film might come along and say, actually, that's great. We need a snooker table or a billiard room or something. And you can find it via 2T as well. Yeah. So actually a, a, a feature that we launched um, very recently uh, called Features is uh, a system where people can type in when they're listing a space, they can say, we have a billiard table, we have a snooker table, stuff like that. Mm. And with that system, people can type into our search pool table, let's say, and every space that has that listed as a feature will pop up. Um, okay. So they can they can find really specific things like that. Yeah. We, have, we have one that has a suit of armor in it, like a seven foot tall suit of armor. Oh, and cool. if someone types in suit of armor, I think hopefully that will appear at the top. Okay, so I could list a space if I had something cool. If my, I don't know, my garden had a cool feature in it, I could list it as a potential. Even even if it doesn't have a cool feature, that the the nice thing about film and the nice thing about the creative creative world in general, because one thing we need to convey more, which we currently don't, is that we're not just for the creative industries. We're for anyone who needs to create. So. We have mm. brands approaching us. Uh, we've had startups shoot crowdfunding videos. Anyone who needs space for a video shoot or a photo shoot or anything creative. Um, so some people, let's say there's a gardening company that wants to do a bit of content for um, for YouTube. Mm. You have no idea what uh, what type of garden they might want. They might want one with a, uh, like a brown fence and like a nice lawn. And that's not having any specific features but that's just a specific they want something they have a, a imagine something specific for their their video mm. and right now it's very hard to find exactly what you want uh visually mm. anywhere online um you have to be quite creative or you have to stumble across the right thing yeah. whereas also just being built from the ground up so that people can find exactly what they need. Okay, great. Yeah, I can see that working. I've worked with some directors in the past who, uh, because they're brilliantly on the detail, need it to look perfect. And yep. so finding that exact location, I can see being something really useful for them. That's very exciting. Can I ask, how did you get your first customer? What was that journey from sort of, you obviously built the website, built the platform. How did you go out and get that first customer? So hilariously the the first customer came before the first platform um okay well one one of the first customers is actually the one i'm representing right now to north down which is an amazing comedy club in king's cross if anyone is looking for uh, a nice night out hmm. um but they the founder of that nick uh is a lovely guy um amazing young founder and I got introduced to him. I don't remember why. Oh, I do remember why. When I when I started, I knew I didn't really have a good hold on the startup ecosystem. 
So I looked around for different networks I could join to meet different people. And I joined a Slack group called, I think, Tech London. I haven't been in it in a while. Mm. And I posted in there a couple of things about what I was doing. And someone was like, oh, that's a neat idea. This guy, Nick, has a venue. You should go and talk to him. And he made the intro. Um, I wish I remembered what the introducer's name was. Mm -hmm. um, he made the intro and I went and met Nick told him what I was building. He was like, he was one of the first most excited people. He was like, I love what you're doing. Um, my venue could definitely work for this. It's just around the corner. When you have a website, I'll list with you. And I was like, okay, great. How do oh. I, how do I make the website? <laughs> so um, I'd been trying to make a website for a while back then, but then it was his push and a couple other people who said, we have venues. We like the idea. We'd like to be with you um that really said to me i really need a website and i got really lucky on halloween of 2018 a friend of mine in america texted me and said hey do you know this website share tribe and i was like nope never heard of it opened it and it was like do you want a marketplace you can build a marketplace on our site in four hours and you have payments messaging listing everything wow. and i was like oh okay <laughs> cool wow. Signed up four hours later, we were live with Two North Down and a couple other venues. Cool. Share tribe. So, yeah. I'm going to write down share Anyone tribe. listening uh, is looking for a way to start a marketplace, share tribe and share tribe Go specifically is their package that I used. And it's like a hundred and between 100 and 150 pounds a month. And they provide the entire infrastructure for a marketplace. Wow. All you have to do is add your branding and populate it with customers, at, like supply and demand. That's very cool. I actually I had someone on the podcast uh, last year who was creating a marketplace for pottery, like for ceramics, for potters who are, you know, boutique um, mm. creators. So, yeah, I might ping him a message. Yeah, you oh, should. Wow. It's, yeah. it's a fantastic site and I would not be as far along as we are with Tutti if it wasn't for them we don't use them anymore because we we built our own tech but yeah um they got us from zero to a thousand customers wow wow that's really cool I, I also like what you said about how uh the customer came first because I think a lot of entrepreneurs I've certainly been in that boat before where you have lots of ideas and you think that idea number one is your favorite and that's the one you tell everybody about but you also have a sort of second idea this is what i found i have the idea that i think is going to do really well and then a second idea that i'm sort of working on that people are like oh no that that's really cool can i join that one yeah. oh, okay fine and you sort of let you you become customer led i mean and to say Yes, I, I agree that that's the correct approach. I can't say honestly that that was our approach. It was simply the fact that we hadn't figured out how to build the website yet. Yeah. <laughs> that was the reason our customer came first. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we spent six months trying to figure out how to build it. And then I was so annoyed when I was like, I haven't Googled well enough. I need to get better at Googling. Yeah. Um, when I, my friend told me about ShareTribe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's always the way. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your current biggest challenges and i suppose it also links into um what are you hoping to use the money that you're currently raising for yeah um well so the biggest challenge right now is the crowd raise <laughs> which yeah. we are uh went live last night went private okay. live last night and we're at 80 percent right now as of oh, okay cool um so that's pretty exciting uh biggest challenges outside of 
funding is we are building this new software. Um, it's the reason we're fundraising. And this new software is like, we, we've been working on it since April. We have a first version that a few customers already have access to, and they've given us a bit of feedback. Um, but we are just ramping up production and just trying to make it as good as possible in as short a, short a time as possible. And uh, it deals with some complex things like calendar integrations and mm. building a CRM from scratch and some, some other things like that. So um, there's some very exciting things within it, but it's just, yeah, it's uh, getting that out the door is yeah. one of the big struggles. Not really one that we can anyone can help us with. We just have to do R and D a lot of R and D. Yeah. And then the other one is um, sales of that software. So we are going to raise another round in mid twenty twenty three, and by that time we need to have at least a hundred uh, venues using our software. Okay. And a few of them, uh, hopefully most of them, paying customers. Yeah. Um, so if anyone knows a creative venue, that can be anything really, uh, can be theaters, churches, photo studios, fil film studios, music studios, um, hotels, all sorts of things, anything that can host a video shoot or photo shoot, um, those, any of those spaces would be, if anyone wants to reach out to us or suggest any, I'm always open to hearing about new ones that I don't know about. Okay, that's cool. That's very cool. And so from like an investor perspective, what does the next sort of five years look like? Uh, do you have a sort of exit strategy or acquisition strategy or like how big could this market go? What What's the sort of, what's the, uh, the sell for like me as an investor? Yeah. So this is the very, very, very start of our journey. This is a pre-seed investment. Uh, 1.5 million is the valuation, I believe. Yeah. Um, we're targeting a much bigger valuation in 2023 in our seed raise then. And then um, our aspiration, although it's going to be, well, I know how impossibly unlikely it is that we reach it. Our aspiration is IPO. Okay. okay. Um, because I have, because of my unique background, this, this company is born out of my understanding and my my background and my knowledge and it is it has so much potential combining the creative industries and technology in ways that no one else has done before mm. because i empathize with the creators but i understand the technology and beyond simply simply open table for the creative industries um there's so much so many ways we can expand this there is software that we have ideas for for uh creators uh beyond the software that we have for venues there's helping people with um hiring a lot of things beyond just space mm. there's it needs to be like most creators when they get into this this world they don't get into the world to do admin but unfortunately admin becomes half of their life yeah so there are so many different parts of a creative's lives 
that could be like the end be reduced using intelligent technology. So that is our goal. We, our goal is to be the platform that people come to when they're trying to start their career as a creative and they just save so much time and energy and creative possible power by using Tutti to like simplify a lot of things that they can go and focus wholly on creating. Yeah. Um, I'm not really explain it that way. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think that that resonates a lot because that's certainly what I've seen from my like, limited experience in the creative industry is that uh, the people who are the most creative, sometimes that bit of the brain doesn't work so well with the having to be organized, admin, boring, non-creative bit. And I think you're right that anything you can do to help that side of it, only all it will do is compound the outcomes and the benefits of the creative bit. Yeah. It will allow people to be to be more creative. It, yeah. it also sounds like, I was going to ask about your sort of um, like product development process, but it sounds like to me that you are getting into the space, solving a problem, and then as lots of companies do, finding other problems to solve. So it's like that, it, it, does that resonate? Like the problem solving yeah. mentality of like looking in within the space? Yeah. So the Airbnb for creative spaces was the first problem. Uh, and there's there are a lot of ways that I had ideas for how we would expand, but it was talking to customers that inspired which one we would do next. Mm. Um, and now it's going to very much continue being talking to customers that inspires. Like, yes, I have a, a list of a hundred things that we could do, but I'm going to talk to customers, figure out what their biggest pain points are as we go along this process and adjust and adjust and adjust and yes it's very nice to have a roadmap but that roadmap changes pretty much every time that we come along uh come across a new sprint yeah um, yeah i suppose that's always the sort of, adjustment that's the challenge isn't it? it it's like going back to what you said when you were um in the incubator is you have lots of ideas how do you focus on one and it'll yeah. be the same as you'll come up with lots of pain points lots of problems which are the are the biggest most fruitful ones to solve and yeah. how do you like iterate and, and figure that out as you go along? Yeah. Um, and then I guess the other big thing to stress is the creative industries and just creativity in general is incredibly important because yes, the whole world is moving to more automated, more uh, like tech led. Um, and there are definitely a lot of things within the creative industries that uh, can be replaced by technology or can be improved by technology. Clearly, we're, that's what we're doing. Mm. But the creative industries, I believe, will still be an integral part, part of humanity forever, basically. It's what, what makes us human. We, we enjoy music. We enjoy film. We enjoy, we enjoy creativity. And there's, it's expected the sector is going to grow more than 40% by 2030. And just like, oh, just its growth is going to be enormous over the next uh, 10, 50, 100 years. Yeah. So we're centering ourselves as a company around this industry, around, around creativity in general. Like <clears throat> there's never ending possibilities for how we can 
support this industry and we can definitely build a massive company out of it yeah which is what we're trying to do yeah <laughs> well it, it also sounds like you're tapping into like in the same way that airbnb did you're tapping into a sort of unknown market because yes there are existing creative spaces but like we were speaking about like my garden i wouldn't have even you know that market is unquantifiable you don't know how many people might have cool gardens or cool conservatories or that a photographer might go that's actually perfect for the shoot that i want so yeah that's uh, that's exciting yeah cool okay my last couple of questions what advice do you have for anybody else uh, either about to embark or embarking on their sort of startup entrepreneurial journey um before you spend any money go and find customers go and talk to like there are so many networks and groups of people that you can go and find online like the web is an incredible resource um if you're thinking of tackling a kind of a thing that people in any country can experience like a global problem that um might exist anywhere in the world you can go to reddit and you can uh you can probably find a subreddit with people who experience this problem. Um, like if it's a tech problem, you can go and find a subreddit of developers and ask around, anyone experience this? Yes, I do. Talk to them, ask them if it's a problem they'd be willing to pay for and uh, talk to them and try and try and remove your own bias and just listen to them as people and understand their problems from their perspective. See if there's commonalities between what you think and what they say uh and it's it's very hard to do that like i'm biased all the time because i'm like i want to build this product uh but then i also go i try and talk to people and listen to what they're saying um so that's all um yeah that is a very important thing to do i spent too much money too much time trying to figure out how to build something before really knowing that people wanted it um yeah. it's yeah. a hard lesson to learn but it's it's a very important one yeah that's always a it's always a tough balance isn't it because you're right that user research getting feedback from your potential or actual customers is so important to help you develop your product or service but then so i always think about that and i know that i work in agile tech as well so we're always iterating and improving but then i always have the uh the forward line in my head that he said if he asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. But then I suppose he did create faster horses. He just did it. The vision was there. He yeah. just changed the detail. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily building exactly what people want, but it's building something that you believe will uh, get people to the, like, to the end point that you believe they they want uh based on your user research that's right so, yeah you're solving the problem yeah yes that's interesting um a couple other things there's also another thing i would say is if you're early in your career say yes to everything go out meet lots of people um talk to a lot of people you never know who's going to help you what's going to be useful um once you're further into your career you can start saying no to everything because you need to focus on something yeah. this in the saying no to a lot of things uh phase but yes it's saying yes to everything is great and then there's 
network, 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 network. Like you never know who might help you. I've just been, because of this fundraise, I have been reaching out to people that I met three years ago and said, hey, we had dinner three years ago. Do you remember this company I was working on? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, we've now grown and we've been used by the BBC and ITV and we're about to do our first funding round. And they're like, wow, amazing. Mm. And I was mm. like, yep, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and then they might be interested. And yeah, it's, I think two of them, two of the like 10 people I reached out to with roughly that message, they were like, that's incredible yeah. <laughs> um, and want to invest. So just network um, all the time. You never know. And uh, the I guess the one thing that I uh, try and do with every interaction that I have is provide value to someone. Um, you like <clears throat> I offer as many intros as I can. I suggest people that they should meet all the time a bit of my one of my founder superpowers is remembering who i've met and being like oh that person would be great to talk to that person and i just connect them if need be mm. um but not everyone has that skill so but you can offer something of interest and something of value to most people that you meet so mm. offer it be nice <laughs> cool good advice i like that and yeah, lastly, where, where can people uh, find you? Where can people look at the company if they want to know more? Um, well, the company website is tutti.space. So check that out. Um, and I'm trying to be active on LinkedIn. So feel free to follow me. Um, I do, when I have Headspace, I like to share founder advice. But at the moment, I'm lacking Headspace because I'm in yeah. the middle of a crowd race. <laughs> yes. But uh, once that's done, I'll be going back to more advice. Um, Great. So Amazing. Well, Gabriel, thank you very much. I'm excited to see the uh, the next steps in the Tutti journey adventure. And uh, yeah, good luck with the crowd raise as well. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Do check out the Tutti website and Cedars campaign when it goes live. And for more startup stuff, head over to www.inquisitivepig.com. See you next time.